in Denmark, your business needs to have a bookkeeping. You can do it yourself or you can hire a professional bookkeeper for the job. It doesn't matter as long as your bookkeeping complies with the requirements. In today's episode, we will discuss what these requirements are. Welcome to the Business Lessons in the Denmark podcast. Our podcast gives the answers to your business-related questions that have not been answered yet or things that haven't even crossed your mind. My name is Adina Bohos, and I am here with my colleague, Katalin Balog. We are owners of Cool Account CPS, a Danish accounting office. Hi, Kati. Know that I have started my business, the best Hungarian restaurant in the world. <laughs> I know that I will also need bookkeeping so I can follow how I stand and how uh, I can do the tax return. My idea is that I would do this task myself. Okay. There are many people who do their own bookkeeping, especially small business owners who still have the time for this. If somebody is interested in this field and likes to do it, then there is nothing wrong with doing your bookkeeping yourself as long as the necessary competence is there. Well, my plan is to make an Excel grid where I enter my income and expenses so I can see my profit and then I can make a count for the VAT so I can do my VAT reports. Mm-hmm. So... I understand that this might seem like a good solution at first glance, but I would like to talk you out of this. Oh, why? <laughs> first of all, an Excel grid does not provide the data necessary to get a good overview of your business. I could compare it to a drawing of a house made in pencil as opposed to a three-dimensional colorful model of the house. Both show something, but the two types of solutions give a completely different reality for you. Uh, yeah, I see. You mean that the pencil drawing would be the Excel grid and the three-dimensional model? That would be double-entry bookkeeping. Hmm, double-entry bookkeeping. <laughs> What does this expression even mean? Uh, an Excel grid is not a big deal, but when you say double-entry bookkeeping, I immediately feel like I'm lost in space. <laughs> double-entry bookkeeping is actually a simple but great and very logical system. Like many other ingenious things, it was invented by the Italian a long, long time ago, back in the 13th century. Even back then, Italian merchants and bankers needed something to track their money, to track their business. And double-entry bookkeeping was invented for this purpose. And actually, they invented it so well that we still use essentially the same system they invented at that time. Wow, interesting. And uh, why is it called double-entry bookkeeping? Why is it double It's double because every transaction is entered in the bookkeeping at two places. For example, if we sell a product, 
then on one hand, we will enter this as an income. On the other hand, we will enter it as a claim from our customer. Now I have simplified it a little bit, but this is pretty much the point. When our customer pays for the product, our claim from the customer decreases. This will be one entry in our bookkeeping and the amount of money in our bank account increases. This will be the other entry in our bookkeeping. Okay, I understand. But uh, why is this good? Registering everything in two places just doubles the work, doesn't it? Well, it's good because there is a control mechanism built into the system. One side must always match with the other side. This does not mean that you can't make mistakes in double entry bookkeeping because you can, but there are certain control points that can be used to find mistakes relatively easily. In addition, your accounting shows a lot of information at the same time. How much uh, your income was, how much your expenses were and what kind, how much is your result, what assets do you have, how much money you are expecting, how much you owe, how much VAT you will need to pay, what is the value of your assets, and so on. Aha, so the double entry makes the system three-dimensional because I can see the financial situation of my company from several uh, viewpoints. Mm, I'm starting to like this thing. Oh, great. <laughs> but there is also another reason I would like to talk you out of the Excel grid. And this is the new law about bookkeeping that has been introduced in Denmark in 2022. Oh, and then what does this new law mean to me? It means that there is a minimum requirement for your bookkeeping. Specifically, if you have a limited liability company, APS in Danish, or a joint stock company, AS in Danish, then from the 1st of January 2024, it is mandatory for you to use a state-approved digital bookkeeping system. If you have another company form, for example, you are a sole proprietor, then it depends on your yearly sales revenue, if you also have to do that. If your sales revenue exceeds 300,000 Danish crowns in two consecutive years, then you will also have to use a digital bookkeeping program from the 1st of January 2026. I understand. And the digital accounting programs obviously use double entry bookkeeping. That's right. So, as a sole proprietor, it uh, would not be mandatory for me to use a digital bookkeeping program and this double-entry bookkeeping right now, but since my sales will exceed uh, 300,000 crowns soon, I won't be able to avoid this. Uh, there is no point in waiting until the 1st of January 2026. I can just as well implement this already now and mm. drop the idea of an Excel grid. Yes. In short... Digitalization has also reached the field of bookkeeping and you must choose the most modern and professional solution. Okay, and how do I find the digital bookkeeping program that is uh, state approved and uh, meets all the requirements? There are several such bookkeeping programs in Denmark. 
perhaps the most widely known are the programs called Economic and Dinero. Economic is tailored to the needs of larger companies, while Dinero specifically targets small businesses. You can choose either one, but as a small business owner, you might find economic to be unnecessarily complicated and difficult to use, by dinero to be very user-friendly and vice versa. Both of these programs are in Danish, but there are also an accounting program called Billy, which is uh, also designed for small businesses. It also has an English version and many people choose it for this reason alone. But there are other programs besides these, for example, Uniconta, Denlet, and so on. I'm sure you will be able to find a program that suits you. Okay, thank you for, for this proper introduction. <laughs> so, uh, if I want to do my own bookkeeping, then I simply subscribe to a bookkeeping program and uh, then I'm ready to roll. But mm-hmm. uh, I could actually also choose uh, to give the job to a professional bookkeeper so I can do what I am best at cooking Hungarian meals in my restaurant. <laughs> yes, of course, you can also choose that. Okay. If I choose a bookkeeper, it will be important for me that I can trust him or her and I can talk freely about my finances, tax matters, business challenges, uh, possible problems and things like that. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, there is actually also one more thing that I would like to call uh, to your attention. And this is that according to Danish rules, you as a company owner are responsible for your company's finances, for your tax affairs and for the bookkeeping. Me? Not my bookkeeper? (laughs) No, that's why it is important to choose a bookkeeper that you can not only trust as a person, but also as a professional. If your bookkeeper is not competent enough, if uh, he or she gives you bad advice or incorrect guidance, then you will be responsible for the consequences. So if you feel that something is not right, you do not get satisfactorily answers to your questions, things don't seem logical, then you better act because everything will be your responsibility. Okay, uh, I understand. Um, you mentioned this new law about bookkeeping. Do I have some other obligations uh, as well according to this new law? Yes, you have an obligation to keep your documents for five years. This has been the case before, but by this new law, the documents must now be kept in digital form, so not in paper form as in the past. The good news is that the bookkeeping programs, which we talked about, allow you to upload your documents into the program itself. And so you will have your invoices, receipts and other documents in digital form. Mm, well, that's that's good. I can easily say goodbye to file cabinets and the tick binders gathering dust on the shelf. What else uh, should I pay attention to? You must develop a description of your company's bookkeeping procedures. In other words, you need to record in writing how you will ensure that each transaction is continuously entered in your bookkeeping, 
how you will ensure that your documents are kept safely and who is responsible for these things in your company. Okay, so I not only have to make sure that the bookkeeping is done, but there must also be a description of how it's done in my company. Yes, that's right. Well, I'm happy that we talked about uh, these things because bookkeeping is really an important area. I hope I will get a path on the back from the tax office for how well I keep the books. <laughs> but, uh, they will not find any mistakes, even with a magnifying glass. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Kati, for the useful information and the uh, advice. And thank you, dear listener, for being here with us. I think today's meeting went so well that the three of us should meet again next Monday. No, that's a very good suggestion. Let's do it. Yeah, I will definitely be here. <laughs> Today's episode was sponsored by Kulakan CPS. Kulakan CPS can help with starting your company with bookkeeping and tax matters. In addition, we also provide business and financial consulting. If you don't want to miss useful and up-to-date information, information, follow us and like our Facebook page. You can contact us via our website www.accounts.cool. We wish you a successful week.